Welcome to Berry Aftercare, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 21, Motivation. Where does it come from? And how can I get more? Motivation seems hard to come by at times. When people regain weight, they often talk about lacking motivation and not knowing how to ignite more. Well, here's the reality, which you may translate as not such great news. Motivation will never, ever descend upon you from the heavens or the universe or from anywhere else. Motivation can, however, and this is good news, be corralled, harnessed, or created. What motivated you to want to lose weight in the first place? What are your whys? Why did you want to create a healthy lifestyle? Chances are there were external reasons and internal reasons. Maybe you wanted to buy clothes at a particular store. That's an example of an external reason. Perhaps you wanted to improve your health and feel better. Those are internal reasons. Motivation or doing the things you're willing to do to get what you want can be originated externally or internally, or you can use a combination of both. Listen and learn what would work best for you. Hello and welcome to Barry Aftercare or the Barry Aftercare podcast. Not sure where you're listening or watching from, but I welcome you anyway. I'm Dr. Connie Stapleton, and today we're going to be talking about motivation. Sometimes it's easy to come by, more often than not, mm, can become a stickler, right? So what is your motivation method? I was thinking about this in light of our talk last Monday when I was talking about the love languages and describing the different love languages. And I thought, gosh, you know, maybe people could identify more with a motivation mode or a motivation method if it were presented more like a love language. And you can say, yeah, that kind of thing works well for me, that kind of thing, not so well. So hopefully between today's talk and more likely the talk on Thursday, you can discover for yourself what form of motivation works best for you in your journey of obtaining, sustaining, maintaining long-term health through having a weight that is good for your body. All right. Getting rid of a lot of the comorbidities that often arise with excessive weight. Hopefully those go away to some degree, if not completely after you have weight loss surgery and get to a healthy weight. But if you don't maintain that healthy weight, mm, you get those same old comorbidities back and we want to avoid all of that. So how do you stay motivated, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today because it's important to find motivation. And the thing with weight loss surgery is and it's not just weight loss surgery, you know, it can be quit smoking or it can be, you know, the desire to increase exercise or it can be the desire to finish a degree or whatever it happens to be. Motivation can be lacking and people want it to descend from the heavens. And I'm forever when I do talks or 
work with patients saying motivation is not going to descend from the heavens. It is not just going to rain down upon you. And all of a sudden you're going to ooh, be super excited about doing things that maybe have never, you know, enticed you or intrigued you or you've had no interest in. So let's talk about what do I do in that case? Where does motivation come from? So I want to explain to you a couple different kinds of motivation today, internal and external or intrinsic and extrinsic, and help you understand that maybe one works better for you, maybe the other kind works better for you, or maybe if you're like most people, you need to draw from some of both. So what is this business of internal and external motivation? Well, let's say that, you know, you're a working person. And if you're not now, perhaps you've worked in the past. Most of us get up and go to work every day. And for persons who are extrinsically motivated or motivated from the outside, let's say you do your job simply for the paycheck. And let's face it, there are a lot of people who are working who may not really enjoy their work, but we, most of us want a paycheck, right? We got to pay bills. We got to, you know, we want to buy a smartphone or we want to have a nice car or at least one that gets us around. And in order to do those things, as you know, we got to have the money. So we're motivated by the paycheck. That's an external or extrinsic. They mean the same thing outside of ourselves motivation. Now, if you're strictly motivated by the paycheck, but you don't really like what you're doing, and the majority of that motivation comes from the paycheck, it's going to be hard to get up in the morning every day, right? Or at least some mornings, at least you're going to be less motivated to get up and go to work than a person who is maybe both intrinsically and extrinsically motivated, like myself. A, I love my job. I love working with people. I help you. I love helping people, you know, discover ways to make their lives better, to improve how they feel about themselves, whether that's in terms of looking in the mirror, improving their self-talk, developing better relationships or boundaries or communication skills, whatever it might happen to be. I get a lot of joy out of seeing other people learn skills that can help make their own life better. So for me, that's an intrinsic and an extrinsic motivation. It's extrinsic because I like seeing how other people do well in their life, but it's an intrinsic motivation because it really keeps me going. It's like, wow, that is so cool to have been a part of that person's journey. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I never get to take credit for somebody doing better, but I find pleasure in being part of their journey, maybe adding one or two pieces to what they can add and make their life better. Uh, I'm obviously motivated by the extrinsic reward of money. Yeah, I like to travel. And the more I've worked, the harder I've worked and the more money I've made, the more I've been able to enjoy travel until last year, like the rest of us but I'm starting to travel again and I'm really enjoying it. So for me, my job, and I'm very, very fortunate to be both intrinsically and extrinsically motivated by my work. And I think if you can find some internal motivation, some reasons to do things because you like doing them or because it fills you up in some way and benefit 
maybe from an external reward like a paycheck. It's the best of both worlds. So we're going to talk about examples of intrinsic and extrinsic rewards and how this works for you as you lose weight and especially as you work hard to maintain that weight loss. So what is an extrinsic motivation? What does it mean to be extrinsically or externally motivated? So basically it means you do something because there's something in it for you that's outside of yourself. There's a reward. So you're either going to get rewarded for something or maybe it's because you're going to avoid punishment. So think about kids, right? Maybe they clean their room, not because they love having a nice, you know, cozy, clean, picked up atmosphere. Probably most of them don't care about that at all, but they don't want to get in trouble, right? They don't want to be grounded because they want to go out and be with their friends. So the reward for most kids and teenagers to keep a clean room is externally motivated. I don't want to get in trouble, but I also want the rewards of being able to go hang out with my friends. So there's, there's an external push to this. You're not doing it because you enjoy it necessarily or find the, the results appealing, but you're doing it so that you get something in return or because you avoid something unpleasant. So let's talk about a lot of different examples, not specifically related to your weight or weight loss or maintaining a healthy weight so that you really get the idea. Then we'll come on in, we'll get closer to this weight loss issue and how extrinsic motivation works in terms of weight loss. A lot of times when you think about the external rewards or the external motivation, you're thinking about if then happens, if this happens, then that might happen. For example, if I go to work, then I get a paycheck. If I study hard, then I'm more likely to get a good grade. So I'm seeking that reward of a good grade. And that can go further on down the line, right? I'm seeking the reward of getting a good grade. And I also want to have a high GPA. And I want to have a high grade point average because I want to get into a master's program or medical school or nursing program or teaching program or business school. So it can be more long-term than that. But the short-term reward for studying hard is hopefully that good grade. Now, you can get intrinsic motivation, which we'll talk about later, from some of these extrinsic examples as well. But for right now, let's just focus on the outside reward. And then we'll talk about how some of these things can have both an internal reward so I can get internal motivation and external. But let's say you, you know, do the, this is probably a bad thing to say in today's world, but you help the old lady across the street. It used to be the example for being a do-gooder, right? You help somebody with something, but you're not doing it because you're, it's the right thing to do. You're doing it because somebody else is going to give you a pat on the back. So what you're looking for is the pat on the back. So if you want to get a pat on the back from the boss, you do something above and beyond making sure the boss knows that you're the one that did it. Not because you want the extra work or you feel good about the project that you completed, but because you're looking for the reward, the pat on the back, right? Same with like volunteering. Maybe 
maybe you're volunteering because you're trying to get into another program. I know in a lot of the medical fields, it requires a lot of volunteer hours at the hospital or in a doctor's clinic or at a, um, you know, community center or something like that, because everybody gets the 4.0 grade point average or higher. And then they got to look at what does this person do in terms of volunteering? So maybe the volunteering is to get the reward of having it on your resume. And the more volunteer work you can list on there, the greater the reward might be, right? You might get into this program or that program because somebody else didn't do that. Maybe you shop at a certain store because they offer, you know, reward bucks. They give you money back. You know, they have loyalty programs. Not a bad thing. None of these are bad things. It's just that, you know, getting gas from this gas station gives you an incentive or a reward because you get to buy cheaper gas. There's nothing wrong with it. It's an external reward and it can bring you back to that store, right? Not a bad thing. Now, let's take the example of cleaning the apartment as an adult or cleaning your house as an adult. Maybe you do it because you don't want to listen to your partner or your spouse complain about having a messy apartment. So you're not doing it because you like living in a neat, tidy environment. You're doing it to avoid a punishment, the punishment being the constant bickering or arguing about that. Or maybe, this seems a little far-fetched to me, but I've seen it on internet enough. Maybe you travel or go places or put on fancy clothes just so you can have the picture on social media that makes you look good. So it's a complete external reason that you're doing those things. Now that seems a little excessive to me and certainly not something I would do, but maybe if I were a lot younger, I would, who knows? All right. Maybe you pay taxes, not because we want to share our money necessarily. Some people really absolutely do. That would be an internal motivation, but some people pay their taxes only because they don't want to get a fine. So what's your motive, right? What's your reason for doing this? So those are some examples and there are a lot more, but I think by hearing those examples, you can get the idea that the reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want the reward. Now let's put that in the context of weight loss for a minute. I'll give you some examples and then we'll switch to internal motivation. But let's just talk about this just crossed my mind, the process of having weight loss surgery. Anyone who has been through that process or is going through that process knows there are a lot of hurdles or hoops you have to jump through, right? The reward is getting the approval to have the surgery. But what do you have to do? You know, do you go see the psychologist for an evaluation because you want to and it's going to make you feel really great about yourself? I doubt it. Most people have their psychological evaluation because it's mandated by their insurance company. So that would be a 100% example of an externally motivated reason for having a psychological evaluation before your surgery. Who wants to do that? Many people would opt not to see the dietitian or the nutritionist before the surgery if they didn't have to. Heck, most people would probably opt 
to come in the front door of the doctor's office and go out the back door straight into the OR if that were an option, right? Give me the surgery. Give it to me now. But there are these things you have to do that you do because you want the reward or you want to avoid the punishment, which in this case would be being denied to have bariatric surgery. So you jump through all the hoops. You have the evaluation with the psychologist. You have, however, many meetings are required with the dietitian or the nutritionist. Some programs require that you meet with an exercise person. Some programs require that you have all kinds of external medical clearances, all externally motivated by the desire to have the surgery. Great external motivators, right? All right, now let's think back for a minute about times when you've lost weight in the past. All right, what were some of the reasons you lost weight in the past? Well, you know, maybe at some point you wanted to look good for your class reunion, right? I just want to go to that class reunion and have everybody go, look at her or look at him. And you want to feel good about that. So you lost 10 or 20 or 50 pounds to go to your class reunion. The reward was the, wow, don't you look great? And that's why you did it, right? Maybe it was to fit into your wedding dress or your, you know, to fit into a suit or a dress or whatever it is you wanted to wear at your kid's wedding. Maybe it was so you could, you know, I don't know, you could look good or you wanted, so the external motivation, or maybe you wanted to say, yeah, I still fit into that pair of jeans I wore in college. Those are all external rewards for doing something. Nothing wrong with those. But let's say you had these external reasons for losing weight, maybe One year it was to go to the class reunion. Maybe one year it was to um, fit into a wedding dress. Maybe one year it was to, you know, look really good at your retirement thing, whatever it was. How long did you typically keep that weight off? Maybe you got divorced and all of a sudden you lost a bunch of weight and then you got remarried and whoop, gained it all back. What was the motivating factor for you those times you lost weight. And was that sufficient? Was wanting to lose weight for the class reunion sufficient for you to keep that weight off for the long term? Probably not. Was that desire to look good in a certain outfit for whatever the event was enough motivation to keep the weight off after that event? past? Mm, Likely not. So that's just a hint at some of the reasons that external motivators are not always enough in and of themselves. They are great. They can serve really strong as strong, strong motivators to get a goal done. Like you may be willing to work extra hours at the holiday season because you get a big bonus. Whereas during the rest of the year, it's like, oh, heck no, I'm not working overtime. Right. But to get that big, big bonus that's only offered at that time of the year, you're willing to do that because you have that external motivation. 
All right. So sometimes external motivation can be time limited, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You know, who doesn't want to look great for your class reunion? Who doesn't want to look great walking down the aisle? Who doesn't want to look great for whatever event might be coming up? Who doesn't want people to say, ooh, they are looking good. We all want that, right? But over the long haul, if this is your only reason for doing something, you know, you're probably going to reach that goal and then lose motivation because the event has passed or, you know, that that time limited thing is gone. Right. Or. Maybe it didn't you didn't receive the reward you were looking for. It wasn't like everybody made such a huge fuss. They weren't paying attention to you at the, at your daughter's wedding. They were paying attention to the bride, whatever it happens to be. But what happens then is either the event has passed and you've lost that external drive, that goal, right? Or you didn't get as big a bang out of that as you were hoping for, you know, you put all that effort in and it wasn't that great. You didn't get what you were looking for. The reward wasn't great enough. So you either lose motivation to keep doing it, right? Or, you know, the event has passed and you, you no longer care about that. So extrinsic motivation, while it can be great for things like short-term goals or as an added incentive to an internal goal, it's probably not going to last you forever in and of itself. So I would encourage you to write down all the things that are externally motivating for you. You, you like the attention that you get as you lose weight or you like the, you know, the reward of being able to shop in stores and buy the kinds of clothes that you want to. You like the reward of being able to shop in small, medium, large, extra large, as opposed to having to go to a store where they only sell plus size clothing. Or you like the rewards that you get from the people that you run into. Remember what we talked about last week when the lights go out in the stadium. So if you're doing this because it all feels so great and wonderful because people are making a fuss about you, what happens when the light goes down in the stadium? Like the woman shared with us in the book, Thriving. She said, all that motivation was gone. And when left to her own devices, meaning motivating herself, being important enough without all the adulation, without all of the wows and the what are you doings and you look amazing. That kind of fade away after you get to a healthy weight. Well, for her, she lost the motivation because everything had gone quiet. And the external motivation was the only thing that was driving her to continue with her behavior. So sometimes if that's all you got, when that fades away, you're left kind of scrambling for more. Now, what's interesting to me, what's interesting to me, and I have a lot of experience to speak about this. And when I say a lot of experience, I mean, I have talked to well over 6,000 people who are preparing to have weight loss surgery. That's enough evaluations to get kind of an idea of what I'm talking about here. 
And what I'm going to tell you, I've told you before, but I'm going to tell you a lot of it is spoken as I want to have this surgery because I want to live longer. That's an internal motivation. It's an external motivation too. You get longer, longer time on the earth, but I want to live longer. I want to be a part of these people's lives. It would make me joyful to be a part of these people's lives. I want to be able to take care of my children, my grandchildren, my spouse, my mother, my whomever it might be. I want to be there. I want to feel better. I want to have a better quality of life. A lot of that, some of that is external, but most of that is internal. I want to have a better life. I want to be able to wake up and be excited about getting up. I want to have less pain. I want to have fewer comorbidities, medical problems. So it's a combination of internal motivation and external motivation. So let's take the switch from external to internal. And I'm going to give you a little foreshadowing here, meaning I'm going to tell you what some of the problem comes in is people often start out in this weight loss journey with good internal motivation. I just want to be happier. I want to feel better. I want to enjoy life more, which is largely about how I want to experience my world. That's internal. Of course, there are external rewards, but it's not as specific as I want to fit in a dress for my class reunion and then that's gone. I want to generally and long-term enjoy my life better. That's more internally motivated. But here's what happens. A lot of times when people get to that place where they are healthier, they are living a happier life and they've achieved what they said they wanted to set out to do and that that would continue to motivate them. They really kind of lose sight of that, right? And they don't have the external motivators that really helps motivate them. And then all of a sudden they're focused on these things like that exact number on the scale. And we get real obsessed. It's like, what happened to that happier life you were looking for that? Oh, by the way, you're living. All right. So people can think they have these internal motivation to start doing things. But when they get to that place, it's like all of a sudden the bar changes. It's set higher and higher and higher, which can be signs of other things going on. And we'll talk about that later. Like what you ask? Oh, like maybe we're dealing with more than I'm lacking motivation. Maybe I struggle with perfectionism. Maybe I struggle with lack of self-esteem. Maybe I struggle with all kinds of other possibilities. But we're not going there today. We have plenty more videos for that. So what is internal motivation? It's something that doesn't have completely external rewards, or you're not completely doing this to avoid any kind of punishment, right? So it's more about personal growth. It's about, I want to do this because that is the kind of life I want. I want to do this because this would mean I would enjoy my existence more. It's not about the finances involved. It's not about status. It's not about the public recognition or the size of the clothing that I wear. 
kind of turns into later down the road for a lot of people, which confuses me. All right. But if you're intrinsically motivated, if you're doing this because you want this for you, you want to feel good, you want to feel better about yourself, you're not doing it for necessarily a size of clothing. That's a nice reward in addition to, right? You're not doing it only because you want a better health, but because you want to experience yourself and your life better. It's about personal growth. It's about, I'm doing this because this is the person I want to be in my life, right? So it's about who you are and what you're looking for in life. So let's talk about some examples because it's a little more difficult to understand about intrinsic motivation. Some people play sports because they are looking for a reward, a pat on the back. Ooh, son, I'm so proud of you. Or, you know, gosh, you know, I just love seeing you out there. You know, I'm, I'm just, I just am going to remind you every day of how awesome you are because you're playing football or tennis or whatever it is. An intrinsically motivated person says, I don't care what you think. I'm out there because when I'm out there figure skating or I'm out there doing gymnastics or I'm out there catching the football, I am loving life. I love the way I feel. It's kind of like me in yoga. Nobody's patting me on the back and saying, you go yoga girl. (laughs) But I love how I feel when I do yoga. It just puts me in the zone, right? So I feel good about moving and being just in that space. So here we go. Some people put in overtime because the job needs to be done. And I feel really personally connected to that job. And I really believe in what I'm doing. And so, yeah, I'll stay till the job is done. And I remember working as a supervisor at different places where it's like, all right, team, you know, we've got this, this goal coming up, which is an external thing, right? You know, and you can do, do what you want to do in terms of helping the team succeed in this goal. And people who were like loving being part of the team and loving the work they did and I didn't complain about working a few extra hours. And I've worked with teams who are like, please show me the money or I'm not staying five minutes longer. So you can kind of tell by people's attitude toward things or their behavior toward things if they're doing it from an internal motivated, internally motivated places or an externally motivated place. So how about using affirmations? Gee, do I talk about affirmations a lot? Yes, I do. Or changing your self-talk, using positive self-talk. Some people do it because they really want to change their life and they want to look at themselves better. Some people are like, are you kidding me? That's a crock, right? Uh, Give me, you know, $5 for every motivational statement I share with myself and uh, I'll do it. So are you internally motivated to do something or not? You know, well, some people 
invest money and save money because their goal is to, this is both internal and external, I think. They want to be independent. And part of that is just because they don't want the stress or anxiety. Some people save money so they can show the world how wealthy they are. It's about where you come from in terms of doing what you do, right? Some people travel and go places and do things so they can post their picture on social media and go, wow, other people go, wow, look where you've been. Other people are like, I love culture. I love to study culture. This is my my daughter-in-law. She just wants to travel because she is so intrigued and just loves to see how other people live. And it just fascinates her. She wants to go to the museum. She wants to, you know, that is not my thing. I want to travel because I want to see how pretty the world is. Both are internally motivated, but for different reasons, right? All right. So some people want to take their kids to the playground because they get so much joy and satisfaction out of seeing the kids having a good time. I love to take my grandson fishing. (laughs) We go as often as we possibly can. And I do it not because we catch a lot of fish. I guarantee you that. And certainly not because we're providing (laughs) nutrition for ourselves or our family because we do not bring them home. But watching that kid develop an interest and having a focus and having something that excites him I cannot tell you the joy that that brings me. So what gets you going, right? Trying to be a leader because you like to inspire and encourage other people or because they're like, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. What motivates you, right? So it's your why. Why are you doing these things? So I think you can kind of tell the difference between are you reading books at school or in life because you love the adventure or appreciate people's ability to tell a story or are you getting points for reading the most books and then you get a, you know, a financial or a credit at the end of the class, you know? So there's intrinsic and there's extrinsic motivation, internally motivated or externally motivated. And I think that what I've experienced in the world of weight loss, a lot of people Start with a combination. I want the internal, I'm internally motivated to do this because I want to be my better self. I want to live a healthier life. I want to change this lifestyle. I want to motivate my children. I want to motivate my grandchildren. And there are some external rewards too. You know, a healthier BMI, fewer medications, you know, lower blood pressure. There are people say, you know, you do get to shop at other stores where you can buy the clothes that you like better. So it's a combination of internal and external. But my curiosity comes from what happens to that internal motivation and something happens to it because a lot of people quit engaging in the lifestyle that is required to maintain that healthy weight, right? So then I have to ask Was that internal motivation just something that they said to get what they wanted? Is that what sounded like internal motivation, something they believed at the time, but when the time comes when you have to actually work hard 
to live that lifestyle? Is there really a lack of internal motivation? And what's that all about? So I want you to really look at the reasons you said you wanted to lose weight, the reasons you said you wanted to live a healthy lifestyle and really examine were those things internally motivated and did I mean them at the time? And if I thought I did, what's going on now that I'm kind of back to the old habits or that internal motivation is just not getting me doing it. And what about the external motivation? What happened to the joy that I got in wearing the healthier, you know, the, the, the clothes or having the healthier medical reports or hearing the attaboys or that girls, right? So really look at not only your life in terms of this weight loss and the effort required to maintain a healthy weight and ask yourself what's happened to what motivated me to begin with or in the past, my whys, my reasons for doing this. And I want you to look at other areas of your life, finances, spirituality, education, extracurricular work, your job, your parenting, whatever it happens to be, all the different areas of your life and go, what motivates me? to keep my kids involved in activities? What motivates me to take my kids for checkups? What motivates me to, you know, whatever it is, what motivates me in each of these areas of my life? What part of that is external motivation? What part of that is internal motivation? And then on Thursday, we're going to talk about specifics related to the weight loss and I'll categorize these are external motivators. You've got a good idea of this from today too. And what are the external motivators? What are the internal motivators and what works best for me? As we've talked about many, many times in this journey, everybody's different, right? Is internal motivation better than external motivation? Is external motivation better than internal motivation? No, they each play a part and they can each play an important part. So what combination of internal and external motivators do you respond well to? For one thing, do you respond well to praise or do you hate that? Do you respond well to the, to the limelight or do you hate being in the limelight? Do you respond well to really respecting yourself for having followed through with your plan for the day? Does that mean anything to you or does it like, nah, I don't really care about that. Do you respond well when you speak to yourself more kindly or does it just kind of, you know, what works for you. And then like different love languages, maybe you can say, you know what, this works for me in the external motivation category. These kinds of things work for me in the internal motivation category. And so you'll discover your motivation method, your motivation mode, what works for you. And then when you go, "Mm, I seem to be losing motivation. You can remember Motivation is not going to descend upon you from the heavens. It's not going to rain down from you from the sky. It's not just going to all of a sudden, you know, be like a candle and you light it with a match. It's not how it works. It's what drives you to do what you have said you wanted. So think back to your whys and let's look at what works for you. So that when you're seeking motivation, you don't have to go through a hundred 
options. You can go, you know what? I'm really motivated by external praise. So what do I need to do then is I need to tell people, could you tell me a good job? I know I'm 42 years old, but could you tell me I did a good job anyway? Or I'm really motivated by people doing uh, walking with me. So would you be willing to walk with me on occasion? And you might have to have three or four people lined up because not everybody's going to be on your schedule or want to go walk them when you want to or are available to work. So let's figure this out. Let's help you develop your own motivational methods, your own motivational mode, figure out what works for you. And then you'll be much easier. It'll be much easier for you to access those things or dig in and find those. Don't you love it? All right. Just another way to look at keeping you going, staying on track, working toward what you set out to in the beginning. What does that do? Keep you from regaining, right? Help you to feel better about yourself. Increases your self-efficacy, your belief that you can. All right. So join me on Thursday on Berry Aftercare. Check it all out. www.berryaftercare.com. And yes, you have to be a member of Berry Aftercare in order to hear Thursday's talk. So do it. You get, you also get benefits like a percentage off taking my classes or coming to my retreats. And speaking of classes, I'll be starting gain while you lose again. I think it's May 25th, 10 week online class. Love it. Love it. Love it. Been doing it for about five or six years now. You can take this class 17 times. You pay for it once. So every time I offer this class, as long as you paid for it once, you can take it again. And believe me, you need to take it more than once. It's so cram full of information. All right, my friends, as always, I will sign off by saying it's your health. It's your responsibility this day, today, and every day. Please share the podcast with anybody you know who could benefit from the information. I would appreciate it and do it for an intrinsic reason. You want to help other people. All right, guys, I will see you on Thursday. And in the meantime, discover more about yourself. It's a great thing to do. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Very Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.